What's going on, Laker Nation? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan, and this is Big Baby Jonathan's Sports Podcast Show. In today's podcast, I'm going to be going over a tough loss. Once again, Lakers lose to the Denver Nuggets. Um, The first half was very, very, very disgusting. I'm disgusted how the performance was in the first half. 42 points in the first quarter? Are you kidding me? The defense played with no energy, no hustle, no grit, no grind, no heart. They're just going through the motions. This season has been very devastating, unacceptable, frustrating as a fan, disappointing. Lakers did not show up one bit last night. Not one bit, and it's very frustrating watching the game last night. And also, 66 points given up at halftime? This This team's defense is trash. Oh my god, Big Baby Jonathan, you're talking shit about the Lakers. No, I'm just keeping it 100. I don't know why people always say I'm talking shit about the Lakers. I'm not. I'm keeping it 100. Lakers defense is trash. Giving up giving up 115 points last night. Denver did whatever they wanted. Denver did whatever they wanted to us in the post. And but here's the thing. Lakers are down 24. But here's the thing. Luke threw a lineup in of Mo Wagner, Jonathan Williams, Alex Caruso, Josh Hart, and Rondo. That team brought spark to the comeback. And the G League players played with more passion, energy, hustle, grit, grind than the starters. And that's unacceptable. You can't let a G League player out-hustle you on the court. If you're a, if you're a starter, you have, the starters have to outshine the G League players. And it was very unacceptable last night. And congrats to LeBron James for passing Michael Jordan. Well-deserved, man. Congrats to you. But anyway, man, this team. But like your nation, listen to me this. Riddle me this. Are we surprised how we played last night? It just feels like I'm not surprised anymore, but it's frustrating. Like, I want to win. I want to at least try to win more games than last season. We won 35 games. We only have 30 wins this season. And let me tell you this, Laker Nation. Oh my God, Luquan's a good coach. He is a good coach, but he doesn't fit with this team. If you, everybody says he's a good coach, Austin Andrews. If he was a good coach, which he is, he's a decent coach. He would have performed wins with Lonzo's, Kuzma, Ingram. If you're a talented coach, you you you're supposed to win the games that you're supposed to, and that falls on the coach. It's not just the players, LeBron, the front office. No, it's the coaches. The coaches didn't do a good job this season. Bad rotations. Javale McGee's. Was playing great defense, talking on all cylinders, blocking shots, getting rebounds, but he takes them out in the fourth quarter. But are we surprised? No, it just feels like Laker Nation's all about championships. I ain't here for a moral season, but congrats to LeBron James. And uh, it's a good thing you passed LeBron. I mean, it's it's a good thing that you passed Jordan, man, because we. I, I'm getting to the point where I won't be surprised if we lost to the Bulls, the Knicks. But here's the thing: I have a feeling maybe Magic Johnson. Knew that we weren't going to do well this season. Maybe he knew that we weren't. Maybe he, in his head, let's have an observatory year. Like, you know what I mean? But the expectation for me was to have through playoffs in West Coast Finals. But, hey, I can guarantee you can book it. Changes will be made. Bro, Magic Johnson did not come to Los Angeles just to watch us lose. He came out to bring motherfucking championships, bro. He here, we, Lakers organization is all about rings. And banners and parades. We, we ain't all about, oh my god, we, Brandon Ingram had a good year. Fuck that shit. Do we win this? Do, are we winning the NBA championship with Brandon Ingram proving? No. 
Okay, he improved. Okay. He does that does that mean we won an NBA championship? No. But let me throw some football knowledge in here real quick. The, my LA Chargers went 12 and 4. And then one of my friends on Twitter was like, oh, they had a good year. No. 12 and 4 is not a great year because we didn't win an NBA championship. Like Kobe said, because Kobe talked to the Chargers and said, um, 12 and 4 doesn't mean shit if you don't win an NBA champion or NFL Super Bowl. And he's right. Like, like I don't know why these people, these Fans around the world. Oh my God, we had a great season. No, I'm all about championships. My expectations all about championships. It wasn't at first, but as soon as because we were just Laker fans. Laker fans. I'm a big time Laker fan. We were used to tanking and tanking and tanking. So we're like, okay, no championships. As soon as we got LeBron, that went out the window. Expectations up the roof. For us Laker fans, us my our mindset is this is a championship season, regardless of the players were. It was a championship season when we had D'Angelo Russell, Julius Randle, Jordan Clarkson. It was a, it, I, I don't know, man. It's just very frustrating as a fan. Um, and and Magic Johnson, like I said, Magic Johnson didn't come to the Lakers and watch us lose. He came to bring us championships. And you can fucking book it that Magic Johnson's going to make moves. Oh, my God. Jeannie Butt. No. No, 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 Magic Johnson was brought here to make the basketball player of operations. He's supposed to make those basketball decisions. So if Magic Johnson tells Genie that we need to fire Luke, the only person that can be like, okay, go ahead, will be Magic Johnson can change Genie Buss's mind about Luke Walton because I just feel like that that this season has been one of the world's craziest seasons I've ever been a part of. Since the Dwight Howard, Pal Gasol, that starting Big Five, the old Big Five that we had, didn't work when the second game, Steve Nash tore his ACL and Achilles out for the basically half the season. And it was just it just showed that, I don't know, man, just very frustrating watching the game last night. And there's 16 more games left, but as a fan, we have to grind it out. And I'm going to tell you this, Laker Nation, any Laker fan that's listening to this podcast, why do you want to get rid of LeBron James? And here's the thing, I guarantee you, let's say we did get rid of LeBron Laker fans, the next year, oh my god, I miss LeBron James. Then make up your mind, do you want LeBron or not? Because sometimes us Laker fans get upset because we don't produce well at a high level as a team. But what I'm saying is we have to be happy that we got LeBron James. You know what I mean? It, it feels great to have another superstar on the Lakers again. It's exciting. You know what I mean? It's just very exciting as a fan. Because I was just very tired of like tanking all, all, all years. But... The sixth straight season without the NBA playoffs, and I could, I could promise you, Magic Johnson ain't gonna be fucking around in the offseason. He ain't gonna be fucking around. He ain't fucking around like I stated. You know what I mean? Um, and Genie Bus is right. I gotta get Genie Bus is right. The NBA trade rumors did affect the team. The media affected the team. Talking mess and and here's the thing that the NBA should do, in my opinion, if if you're talking a trade. On private, and it gets linked out. That person should be fine. That person should be fine, or draft pick should be taken away. Cause it's, it's like these trade rumors affected Lonzo, affected Ingram, Kuzma, and then all this drama and stuff. And it's unfair. It's unfair that the Pelicans would do something like that. The Lakers never offered the whole team for Anthony Davis. All that, all that shit was nonsense. It was just fake news, like Jeannie said. And shout out to you, Jeannie, for everything you do for Lakers organization. Appreciate you. I really trust your vision, and I know you're going to get this team back to a championship level contending team. And 
I trust your vision. I trust Magic's vision, Rob Palinka, and appreciate you, everything you do for everything with the Lakers. And yeah, but anyway, uh, Magic, like I keep saying, man, Laker Nation, let's stop being um, pessimistic. One minute we are, oh my God, we love LeBron, and oh my God, he sucks. Oh my, okay. Here's the thing. So, Lakers Nation, let me ask you this. Would you rather have LeBron James right now, 34-year-old, or D'Angelo Russell, Jordan Clarkson, Randall? Let me know. Um, if you have a debate about it, let me know on Twitter, man. But um, Magic Johnson can get us a superstar. I know it. Like I said yesterday morning, he will deliver us another superstar. You can book it. Because Magic Johnson did not come here to watch us lose. He came here to bring championships. He gets back to the glory days. And... Like Snoop Dogg says, everybody needs to fucking go. Get the fuck out of L.A. Everybody needs to get traded out of L.A. Or something. Man, it's bullshit. LeBron needs fucking help, bro. It's fucking frustrating as a fan to fucking go through this motherfucking shit again, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, and it's just like like Snoop Dogg said that they need to get shipped out. Shipped out of L.A. Get rid of Luke. It ain't fucking working. I'm, I'm actually tired of saying everything's going to be alright. Everything's going to be alright. Develop it. No, fuck that shit. I'm all about motherfucking championships and banners and historic, historic championships. It ain't all about this buddy-buddy shit. If, you're not the Kobe, if, you, if you do not have the Kobe Bryant mentality as a player, I don't want you on the team. Actually, excuse me. If you have a Kobe Bryant mentality, I want you on the team. But if you don't, I want you away from the Lakers. Lakers need to get guys that have that Kobe Bryant mentality, all about winning, not no buddy, buddy, all this. Let's go eat dinner together. And I just lost my forty. You want to go eat dinner? What? Come on, bro. Nah, no, 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 no. And if I was a coach for the Lakers, I would say stay off social media for a whole year. I wouldn't take the phone away. I would say no social media. Like sometimes LeBron, when he was in Cleveland and Miami, he would. Not be on his phone during the playoffs. So I think that's what the Lakers should do. Because I think it was a distraction all year long. Everything was... It's just... <sighs> Tim Durant might be right on this one. It's been... He says it's a, it's toxic around LeBron. And it, to a certain extent, I agree with Kevin Durant. Because everything that this man does, he's talked about. And he gets talked about. gets talked about. And um, I don't know. It's just very frustrating as a fan. But uh, we got, I think, 16 games left. But I'm going to end this Laker talk with Big Baby Jonathan, yo. If you have any questions or concerns about my podcast, tweet me. We can discuss about this podcast. Follow me on Twitter, Big Baby Jonathan. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Big Baby Jonathan. Subscribe, not subscribe. Follow me on Instagram, Big Baby Jonathan underscore. And shout out to all the Laker fans out there for the support. Appreciate all you, each and every one of you. And until then, Laker Nation, peace out. Have a good one. What's up, Laker Nation? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan. This is Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Welcome to the show. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about why do Laker fans are not embracing LeBron James. And also, I want to dive into, does Luke Walt need to be fired after the season? But let me first by diving into why do Laker fans don't embrace LeBron. It's because a lot of them are Kobe fans. For me, 
oh my god, I have to embrace LeBron because if we don't embrace LeBron, then it's going to be a lot of ups and downs and all this drama with fans and stuff. I'm just going to embrace him. I'm going to keep it 100. We have to. You know what I mean? And um, we have to embrace him. He's a Laker. We got him for the next three years, man. It's going to be, we're going to win a championship in the next three years. You can book it because Magic Johnson's the winner. Um, we have, I trust Magic. I keep saying this in every pocket. Magic's the winner. Um, he's going to bring a superstar. And we're going to have to hold the fort for the next three years. We got to embrace LeBron. But um, also, actually, there's some uh, breaking news. NBA insider Chris Haynes. Lakers will scale back LeBron's minutes. Might not play back-to-backs. That means that they know that they're not making the playoffs and they're going to have... And the, the, Okay, that breaking news I just mentioned to y'all, that's letting me know as a Laker fan that the Lakers are going to say, you know what, we're not making the playoffs. You can still play, but we're going to limit your minutes. No back-to-backs. That means they know in their head Lakers should make the playoffs. And are we surprised that this came out? No, because the Lakers are 30 and 35, and that's crazy, man. We had an opportunity to win games and be in the playoff hunt, but no. We lost to the Suns, Pelicans, Grizzlies, Knicks, Cavs. So that just shows that this team is not a playoff team. You know what really showed? We're not a playoff team because we didn't. this team just doesn't trust each other. And like I keep saying over and over and over and over and over and over and over. <sighs> this system with Luke Walton does not work. I know my boy Chad... I know if you're listening to this, Chad, listen to me. Listen to this. Okay, you blame it on the injuries. Oh, he doesn't have Lonzo, blah, blah, blah. But if he had Lonzo Ball with LeBron, if you're, he's, a, I'm telling you, he's a decent, in my opinion, he's a talented coach. But the thing that knocks him to be a bad coach is the bad rotation. The bad rotation, the same, the same shit, different game. It's predictable. Luke Walton's coaching is predictable. But what I'm saying is, um, if the Lakers and Luke, I mean, if Luke Walton wanted to keep his job, I think the time when LeBron was out, win all those games and develop the young talent, then like Luke Walton should have beaten the teams that we should supposed to be without LeBron. We had Lonzo, Kuzma, Ingram. Those guys that we have on the court should have produced at a high level. The system that Luke's running with the young core right now with LeBron is not working. If it was... Let me ask you this. If it was working, we'd be winning, right? It's not working. If it's not working, it's... If, if, okay. If something's not working, why try to try try something different? Why, when it's not working, keep trying it, keep trying it, keep trying it? It's not going to work. Come on now. This team and Luke Walton don't fit with each other. And I just feel like, at the end of the day, the way this season's been going on, Laker Nation, I would not be surprised if you fired Luke Walton. If we lose to the Chicago Bulls. I have a feeling if we lose to the Chicago Bulls. We're going to fire Luke. And you notice how nothing has came out yet about Luke Walton. But remember this Laker Nation. Remember when Magic Johnson said. Or somebody asked Magic Johnson. Are you going to make a coaching change? Not if something dramatic happens. That that quote right there. Fits right when what's going on with the Lakers right now. It just does Laker Nation. It just does. This team, I, this team does not fit together. I know earlier in the press conference, Matt Johnson said we got shooters. We, we do have shooters. Just they're not making shots. They're basketball players. They're shoot basketball players. Shoot the ball. That's what their job is. 
oh, they're not, okay, if they're not shooters, then why are they in the NBA? You know what I mean? So, these players that we have, they can shoot the ball. They're NBA players. They can shoot. It's part of basketball. You shoot the ball. You know what I mean? And I just feel like we have shooters, but they're not just not making their perimeter jump shots and three-pointers. If they're making their perimeter jump shots and three-pointers, our team would be a deadly team, man. And I do agree with Rob Plinka, man. We do got the best roster. Or we got the deepest team in the league when we were healthy. You know what I mean? And I don't get this nonsense about... Um, it's going to be crazy, y'all, like a nation. This debate about <clears throat> LeBron and Michael Jordan and Kobe. Let me ask you this. LeBron is <clears throat> the best player in his era. Michael Jordan's the best player in his era. Kobe Bryant's the best player in his era. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's the best player. Oh, let me take that back. My Magic Johnson is the best player in his era. So, like, so is Larry Bird and so is Will Chamberlain. All these great players are diff- are the best in their eras. You know what I mean? So, so all the players I just mentioned, they're the best players in their eras. You know what I mean? So I don't get why this Michael Jordan is better than Kobe. LeBron's better than Kobe. No, 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 no. Everybody's the best in their era. So this Kobe Bryant, not Kobe Bryant, excuse me, LeBron, Michael Jordan, Kobe debate, it's gonna, it doesn't even matter because Michael Jordan was a scorer at will, Kobe Bryant's a scorer at will, and LeBron, no, actually, you know what, Laker Nation, LeBron's not Michael Jordan, LeBron is Magic Johnson, you know what I mean? And I don't get why people always say LeBron's better than Michael Jordan. Come on, bro. Come on now. Like, Michael Jordan's one of the, one of the greatest players of all time and one of the best scorers of all time. You know what I mean? Kobe's up there too. Kobe was the closest thing to Michael Jordan. He imitated his jumper, his fadeaway, his tongue, and the way he talked, the way he got mad, the way the way anything he did emulated Michael Jordan. Even one step closer, he got 24. He should have, if, if he really wanted to emulate Jordan, I wouldn't be surprised if he picked 23. But that's neither here nor there. But let me get to another topic. I know I talked about the little look one thing, but I'm going to dive into that a little later, y'all. I actually already did, but anyway, um, <clears throat> like your nation, let me ask you this. Who is a better scorer in their prime? Michael Jordan or LeBron? I say KCP. No, I'm just playing. Uh, Michael Jordan, bro. Come on now. Why would you... Why would, that was a question on first take. Who's better than a scorer? Who is a better scorer in the prime? Michael Jordan or LeBron? I say Michael Jordan. Easy. You know what I mean? Michael Jordan. Come on now. Like That's not even a discussion for debate. Easy. Michael Jordan's one of the best scorers in the history of the league. Like, if Patrick Beverly... Let's say, put Michael Jordan on this Laker team. A 34-year-old Michael Jordan. And Patrick Beverly's like, I want Michael Jordan. I want to guard him. I want him. Michael Jordan be like, what'd you say? Okay, 50 piece on your ass. And Lakers win by 30. Same with Kobe. If Michael, if, if Patrick Beverly was like, I want Kobe. I want to guard him. I want him tonight. Kobe, okay. First play, Kobe would get the ball. Fatal, uh, back down, spin, fairy, pump fake. And one in your motherfucking face. Yeah. So, it's going to be interesting to see what the debate's about on first take. But I'm going to end this podcast, y'all. Follow me on Twitter, Big Baby Jonathan. Until next time, Laker Nation and NBA fans, peace out. Have a good one.